welcome to The Real Life Girl. New episodes every Monday. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Real Life Girl. I'm your host, Bianca, and I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. This week has been crazy, but chill. I tried false last strips for the first time today. I'm using the Cala Voltage Lashes in the Volume Wispy. These are the same ones my mom uses, and I love them. I've had to cut them a few times, but um, they are very much just resting on my eyes, and I love them. I think I'm getting into lashes now. I took a trip to Ulta, got some matte lipsticks, and I cozied up into my favorite sweatpants, and today we're podcasting. Today we are talking about singleness again. Is this a surprise? I think it is because it's actually been a while since I've talked about singleness, where I am with my journey of singleness. I've made it very clear that in the past I've struggled with contentment um, while, you know, kind of being the third wheel among a lot of my friends and how that's been hard for me. But I also love being super truthful about um, my struggle because it's my journey and I know that I'm not the only person in this boat and more importantly, I know I'm not the only person feeling this way. So we're talking about singleness and all the factors that go into it. I feel like one of those hopeless romantics that are like in those TV shows where they love talking about love, they love movies about love, but they don't have a love. Like that sounds sad, but I love high school rom-coms. Like I'm going to turn on the kissing booth. I will turn on to all the boys I've loved before. I don't care. I, I just... I love it all. It's so beautiful. I love the topic of love. Um, So much so that I'm literally fighting with all my friends, whether or not we are Team Dean, Team Jess, or Team Logan on Gilmore Girls. If you know, you know. I just love the topic of love. Even me and my mom, we share the same kind of similarities to our approach on it. Like, me and my mom are both very affection, affectionist, affectious. I don't know. We show a lot of affection to the people we love. We love giving hugs. We love cuddling. Like, it's just our thing. And me and my mom are just, like, so lovey-dovey with each other. That sounds weird. But because we're so close, it's just, like, it's just so common. I've actually talked on my Instagram before about how I kind of don't like telling other people that there's someone out there for them. I am aware that there are still good godly men being made out there in the world But I'm going to be honest, I personally don't think that there's someone out there for me. Like, not that I don't feel like, well, that's a good example. I don't feel like it. When someone says there's someone out there for you, you know, there's someone out there praying for someone like you. I say to myself, I'm like, I don't think so. Like, and that sounds weird. But I mean, if you remember being single, if you're in a relationship or married, you remember that feeling. And I know I'm not, and you know, the only girl that struggled with that, but that is a huge thing that I have to work on in myself. Like, obviously I hope that my future involves marriage and motherhood. I do want to be a mom and I just want to grow a big family and, you know, just have that. Like, that is what I genuinely want. I am a huge family girl. I love spending time with my family. I literally go out with my parents, like, all the time. I've never been that person that's like, ew, family. Like, I love family. And that's created my own desire in my own heart to start a family of my own one day. But I'm always like, man, I will never get to do that sometimes. That's just a natural thought that I have. Especially a lot of women in my family have married young 
and, you know, had their first kid by 20. So I just turned 17. The pressure is on. It's also frustrating when family members will like ask you if you have a boyfriend and it's like it's so awkward because you know they mean well but it certainly doesn't feel like it. Honestly it's kind of a rude question to ask my opinion. I just I would never ask someone if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend like I just I, I it's just not my thing. I just don't ever ask someone such personal questions. I feel like if they want to share that with me then they will. But me asking, I just feel like it's kind of rude. I don't know. Anyone else? But reflecting back, there have been many times where I was just bored in my own life and I just settled for a guy that like threw himself at me. Like it was just any guy. Um, And that was a really bad habit that I had from like the age of 14 to probably 16. I remember I literally started talking to this guy like two years ago and he was nice like I had known him um he was my friend's brother and we started talking literally the second day we started talking he asked me to be his girlfriend and I said yes like I didn't even know his last name I knew nothing about this guy like we were not friends like that's how desperate I was and I never want to go to that place again even now, like, I am so content in my singleness. Obviously, it gets to me sometimes where I'm like, "Mm, you know, I would like to meet someone. Like, I'm not looking. I've gotten to the point where I'm not looking. I'm not being like, oh, hmm, that guy's a Mr. Maybe. Like, if the perfect guy were to come along, that is awesome. You know what I mean? But it's not something that I'm depending on. I'm at that point where if someone just does not measure up to a good godly man, I will stay single. And if the Lord wants me to stay single forever, God will keep me single. Like I am in no rush to get into a relationship. I'm in no rush to get married. It's definitely a desire that I have to just put it out there, but it's not something that I'm like, ugh, you know, like I don't let the idea of dating someone consume me. And I'm proud of myself for that because I was not always in that situation. That being said, I thought I would tell a very cute and not even cute, just funny dating story. At the time it was funny. It's still funny now. And I very much reminisce on it because who doesn't love a good dating story? This was about in the beginning of summer, this past summer, I went with my friend to The Loop, and I don't know if she wants her name on here, so I'm just going to call her Jay. She's going to be like, why did you do that? Anyway, so me and Jay, we went to The Loop, and we were just shopping. We got boba. We ate. It was just like a cute little girl's night. We went into Claire's. Like, literally, it was just fun. So she had bought a skateboard from Five Below, which was a whole other thing. We were in Five Below. And I was taking pictures because, like, we were trying on these, like, cowboy hats. We ended up buying matching shirts and cowboy hats. A vibe. So we took these pictures, whatever. And I remember we're walking around the store and she has a cart with her. And I reach in my pants and I can't find my phone. So I was like, Jay, that's so funny. Like, give me it. She's like, what? I'm like, my phone. She's like, what about it? I'm like, you have my phone, right? She's like, no. I wreak havoc. My heart is racing long story super short someone turned my phone in thank the lord i was just like 
man, it restored my faith in humanity. So I found my phone, whatever. And so we were leaving five below. And as we're walking, literally my wallet like flips open and I'm like, um, hmm. my ID, my debit card, my insurance, like anything valuable and of identity is gone of mine. And I literally turn around these two British ladies. I'm assuming they were tourists. They're like, are you Bianca? And I'm like, yes. She goes, baby, we found your credit card. Here you go. And these two ladies return my cards. That Like, that was, that was Jesus. Like, no one could tell me otherwise. So that was one part of the story. But that's not the story. So after we got out of Five Below, me and Jay, she was... um skating on her skateboard because she bought one and she was kind of like wobbly because she hadn't you know she was rusty she hadn't done it in a while so this group of like four guys walks by us and this one guy says to her he goes yo like I used to skate um if you want I can give you some lessons and as he's walking away he goes but I'm gonna need your number though and I'm like what did this guy just hit on my friend and so my friend's like oh no like thank you thank you so jay says to me those guys were so cute i was like are you okay like that guy just asked for your number she was like no he didn't like she thought they were making fun of her and i was like no he just asked for your number like i heard him so she's like oh my gosh we have to find them so i'm like you know what you're right but they had walked away at that point so we just kind of gave up hope on finding them again so we were just kind of walking around and we saw them walk into the ross we're like let's go i kind of had to convince her to like you know let's you know go she was super nervous but decided to go we go into ross and at the last minute she's like no i actually don't want to go up to him like i'm good let's just go so as we're leaving they are like following us outside of the store so we're like okay i am walking and behind me i hear yo excuse me yo shoddy excuse me and i'm like what and i turn around it's the guys i'm like oh cool so the first the guy that had hit on my friend was there and he's like oh like where y'all going like all these things so we're like oh we're just walking around whatever so he had another guy with him another friend so um they ask us how old we were. I'm like, this is weird. First of all, no name. Like, do you not do you not care? Obviously. So um, I'm like, I'm 16. And then Jay at the time, she was 15 going on 16. So we start talking and um, the guy that had originally hit on my friend first came up to me and his friend came up to my friend. So I'm just kind of like watching my friend talk to, you know, this new guy. Mind you, this is not the original guy. And he's like asking her for her number. And I'm like, yup, go girl, like all these things. So I'm just like watching her do her thing on my phone, whatever. So the original guy comes up to me. He's like, yo, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, you know, just chilling. He's like, yeah, I saw you. You were looking nice. Like, you look good. I'm like, thanks. He's like, yo, can I get your number? I was like, mm, and I ignored him. And I'm just kind of like looking at my friend to be like, get this guy's number and we're going to blast because there's no way. And he was like, 
why are you looking at her? I was like, boy, because he's like, can I get your Instagram? I was like, again, just silent radio silent. And he's like, are you single? And I'm like, yep. He's like, you don't have a boyfriend. I was like, nope. He's like, so you're just not into it. I'm like, yep. He's like, all right, bye. And left all mad. Like you literally just called me a second option. Like I have no problem with like, okay, like if a guy wants my number, as long as you're not sketchy, like fine, you know, and whatever. But this guy hit on my friend first. You know what I mean? Like you just like, no, you stick to the girl. You don't just come up to me like that is so disrespectful. I was like the audacity. So anyway, we walk away and my friend is like, oh my gosh, like this guy just like, you know, got my number, whatever. And I tell her, I'm like, you realize the first guy that hit on you just tried to hit on me. She was like, no freaking way. Like, are you like serious? I'm like, he basically is calling me a second option. I'm like, bro, this is so crazy. So we're walking across the street and this area is like, you don't need like a car to transport from like store to store. Like it's in walking distance. It's like stars hollow basically. So we're walking and she gets a call from this like random number. She goes, oh, it's the guy. So I'm like, why is he calling you? So she answered the phone, put him on speaker. He goes, yo, could y'all come back? And she's like, why? He goes, my friend's trying to holler at your friend right now, meaning me. And she's like, okay, we'll come back. Why did we go back? Like, I want to, like, <laughs> I even asked her. I was like, why did we agree to come back? She's like, I don't even know. It was embarrassing. So we walk back and, um, we, you know, see all the guys, whatever. And this guy, it's a new guy. So I walk, you know, up to the guys. This new guy comes up to me. Literally, he's like a quarter inch away from my face, like kissing distance. He's like, can I get your Instagram? I was like, what? He's like, can I get your Instagram? I was like, what? Because I get annoyed when I can't hear people. Like, it's just like, I'm half deaf. I do not have hearing in my right ear. So like I, if I'm in public and someone asks me something, I'm always like asking the person next to me, what do they say? So, and I get like annoyed when I can't hear someone. It's just like a pet peeve of mine. And so I'm like, what? And he's like, can I get your Instagram? You know, so I take his phone, search myself up. Mind you, in his Instagram search history, there was like 11 different girls. Like, come on, dude. If you're like, uh, vomiting a million times like if you're gonna make a move like be smooth about it come on dude seriously anyway so I follow myself because free follow and um we just walk away and me and my friend burst out laughing after because this guy just came up so close to me and for what like it was so weird so then we, I checked the guy's profile that I just followed me. She checked um, the other guy's profile that followed her. It was just like middle school energy. I was like, ew, this is not what I signed up for. And the next day they both unfollowed us. <laughs> like the audacity, the off-freaking-dacity, I cannot so that's like one funny dating story that I have because it's like it's almost like I can't believe that happened and it's just funny like the whole concept it's it's just it's unbeatable it's so unbeatable looking back I can definitely say there are many times in my life where I've settled for 
a lot less of what I deserved just because I wanted the experience. Um, I was really, really young when I started dating and I started dating when I was 12. I had my first boyfriend when I was 12 and it was, I don't want to say it was like a typical middle school relationship because I mean, our relationship was like, it wasn't like a year, like, come on, no. It was like about five months and we were friends first and then, you know, we started liking each other and then he asked me out. Um, But the entire relationship was just awful. Like there was no communication. I remember any time I wanted to just simply FaceTime, he'd be like, oh, I'm about to hop on the game with the boys. Like, no, which like I get, like, I will never... I've never been the kind of person that's like, ew, like, who are you with? Like, no, because the person that I'm going to be with, I'm going to trust them. But if you were just continuously picking your friends over me, like, time and time again, to the point where you just do it, like, automatically, that is a no-brainer. That's just non-negotiable at this point. So, we had, I guess we were, like, long-distance dating over the summer, of that year and um like literally I would we would text like twice a month um because he would get irritated if I texted him like if I double texted him or if I just said oh hey how are you all these things like that he would only text me like twice a month I felt like literally like a checklist like a box on a checklist like that's how sad it was And this one day he texted me saying we need to talk and I just knew we were going to break up. So it was so hard and I just felt like this is so stupid. Like he doesn't even know what he's talking about. And I can confidently say like if he would not have broken up with me, I don't think I would have done it. So I'm really glad because I'm like, yeah, this was a really good decision for me. And I did not even you know, like him and I didn't even have any kind of similarities. We didn't have any similarities. We were not, you know, I wouldn't even think of us as compatible, but I went through that experience because, oh, I wanted my first boyfriend. Like that's what all my friends were doing. That was like all the rage when you're in middle school, that's what it is. So, um, I reflect on so many times in my life where I've been in failed talking stages and mediocre and shallow relationships. And it all came down to one thing that I was super discontent in my singleness. And I want to say to any sister, any girl out there who is discontent in her own singleness, who feels like when is this going to end and you feel like it's this eternal prison sentence, singleness is not less valuable than marriage and it's not a prison sentence. If anything, it's the opposite. I think many single girls have been taught to just survive their seasons of singleness until marriage and motherhood and the rest of their lives eventually. And I think there's been such a stigma around just enjoying your singleness. I think it's just, oh, get through it. You'll find someone. The world is your oyster. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Like whatever it is, but I think a single girl should be able to thrive in her singleness. Like, even if you are in a relationship, you should be able to thrive in that. So that's personally something that I've been working on. And what's helped me to thrive in that area of my life is literally talking to any other friends I have who are also single. I have two amazing um, Christian girlfriends who are like my big sisters 
and we just talk about being single and the, you know, heartbreak experiences that we've had and how they have definitely shaped and molded us into the people that we are, into the women that we are. And it is hard, but I think once you form that fellowship around that topic, it becomes a lot more easier. Notice how there's Facebook groups, how there's Reddit rooms about people who like a certain thing. People who like to game often are on the same Reddit forum. People who um, have just entered parenthood, motherhood, who are in postpartum, they're, they're in Facebook groups. I think it's the same thing with singleness. There are actually a lot of um, women who have made singleness mentorship courses, um, online courses on how to literally thrive in your singleness. Um, a few people that I really recommend looking into is one, Brittany Dawn. She actually has a ministry called She Lives Freed. Um, I'm going to go ahead and link her Instagram in the show notes because she talks so much about singleness um, even though she is married, she is a newlywed, but she does talk about singleness and insecurity and just letting go and letting God. And then number two, Kristen Clark and Bethany Beals, um, they are sisters who run the Girl Defined Ministries and they have made plenty of mentorship courses. They actually um, are authors of five books and one book, no, two books that they've made one is called Love Defined. The second one is called Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart. And they're both amazing books. I've read them and they're truly so just so gifting. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll link down both their pages because they're just awesome. Also, um, the Girl Defined Ministries have a show on Spotify called The Girl Defined Show. It is a podcast and they talk a lot about singleness. But I think just forming that fellowship, forming that alliance if you will with other women who may also struggle with that is a huge thing it builds those relational bonds you can also share your own experiences your own tips um, I'm actually in a discord group with one of my um, friends who I've made over social media she lives in Michigan and she has a huge platform of just so many good holy holy spirit filled women um, so we're in a Discord group chat and a lot of us are giving advice, like first date tips, advice, um, you know, how to deal with a breakup, how to deal with trusting and being able to love again. Just like getting into those settings are so helpful. So that's this episode. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you were able to take something from this because it's some it's a topic that I've been able to look fondly on and not look at being single as a bitter topic, but something that is a learning curve and something that is allowed it to be enjoyed. It's not something that is dreadful or should be looked down upon. Um, yeah, so that's this episode. I hope you enjoyed this um, and let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you thought and... Um, anything like that. And with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.